And as creative entrepreneurs, that's one of the most important things that we need to be reminding ourselves of. Without a lot, a lot, a lot of small failures, you won't get really big successes. So just go out and test your idea and see what happens. You're listening to Via Airmail, hosted by me, Michaela Lindsay. This is a podcast where I share the ups, the downs, and the messy in-betweens of running my business, starting some new ones, and figuring it all out as I go. Welcome to episode three of the Via Airmail podcast. Today, I am trying to help one of you. So as you know, you're always welcome to send me voice notes over Instagram, and I love to hear what you're working on or something that you're struggling with. And today's voice note comes from Karina, who wants to know, how do you know which idea to start with? How do you pick the right idea and just go? I wanted to ask, how do you go about knowing what to, uh, what business will plan out? Like, what are your steps to starting a business? How do you nurture the idea for it to become a business? Um, Because I've got a bunch of ideas and I always stumble when it comes to what to do next with it. I'd love to hear your advice. Thanks. You know, right now I'm in a beautifully set up studio with pictures on the walls, a calendar, and on my computer is an excellent project management timeline with exactly what I'm going to do when to build the businesses that I want to build this year. But about four weeks ago, this room was covered head to toe, wall to ceiling, window, floor, in post-its. My husband Dylan came in to bring me some tea and he asked me where the red string was. It genuinely looked like I was trying to solve a decades old crime. But what I was really doing was trying to take all these ideas that I've had in my head for a year or two years and try and figure out which one I was gonna launch with. Spoiler alert, I'm gonna try and build all of them, but I needed to make sure that I was doing the right thinking to see if some of them just weren't gonna make it past the idea stage. And so today I wanted to answer Karina's question, but also try and help some of you who maybe have a bunch of ideas bouncing around in your head that you have no idea what to do with. So let's get into it. If you think you've got an idea for a business or for a product, my first bit of advice is to let it marinate. Don't feel like you have to build the business within one month. Don't feel like it has to launch or it has to exist out in the world just because it's an idea. It is totally okay to let it bounce around in your head, think about it before you go to bed, build Pinterest boards full of ideas to make it happen and leave it to marinate. I think so many of us feel pressure to make our ideas a reality, but sometimes those ideas aren't meant for us or they're not meant for our lifestyles or they're just meant for someone else. And that is totally okay. Not every idea is destined to become something. Some ideas are just there to keep your other ideas company and maybe those other ideas will grow up to become something magical. But especially in the beginning, don't put any pressure on yourself or your ideas. That's only going to lead to stress, panic, overwhelm, and probably procrastination. Number two, talk to people about it. 
We all have a deep-seated instinct to keep our ideas a secret. But as someone who worked in the innovation space where you're actively encouraged to take your ideas without them being fully formed and put them in front of people to see what their reactions are, I need to tell you that you need to talk to people about your idea. Not everyone, not someone who you think is going to shoot it down, but maybe casually mention it at a dinner party. Maybe ask to have a chat with a friend and get their feedback. The more that you talk about that idea, the more that you're giving yourself permission for it to be something that exists outside of your head. And at the same time, the more you share that idea with people, the more insight and the more feedback you're getting. And I don't just mean feedback from them as to whether they think it's a good or a bad idea. I also mean feedback for yourself. How much are you willing to fight for that idea? I've had plenty ideas in the past which I've shared with people and they've gone, hmm, don't really get it. And sometimes that's probably what I've been thinking all along and I feel a little bit more comfortable in letting that idea slip away. But other times it's made it very clear to me how strongly and passionate I feel about this particular project and how I really just want to see it happen. So talk to people, share it with people and be open to some feedback in whatever form it may come. Tip number three, write a business model canvas. So you might be thinking, well, it's just an idea. It's definitely not a business. Don't put pressure on me. It's really like, this is overwhelming. Stop. A business model canvas is one of the simplest and easiest things to do. It's a one page document that allows you to really think through all the moving parts of your idea. It asks you the right questions. Like what is the value proposition? What is unique about your idea? Who do you want to sell to or service? How much is it going to roughly cost you? How much do you think you might make for it? What sort of tools do you need? And when you're really practiced at doing the business model canvas, if it's just in an idea stage, you can spend 15, 20 minutes, maybe an hour and a half, just putting your idea out on paper. And again, what I find is that this gives you permission to think about your idea as a real product or a real service, but it also makes you think about some things that maybe you haven't thought of before. And it might help you realize that actually it's not a very profitable idea and it wouldn't make sense for you to pursue it. Or actually the time that's required is not something that you can give to it right now. Or the tools or machines that you need are not something that you can invest in right now. Mapping it all out will allow you to see it on a much bigger scale, which might make the idea clearer, which might encourage you to take the next steps or make you feel comfortable leaving that idea behind. Number four, set up some criteria and measure your ideas against them. This is something I found myself doing two weeks ago when I sat with all 12 of my ideas and I really didn't know what I was going to pursue next. I wrote a list of criteria that were important for me for any business that I was going to take forwards. For me, those were things like it has to be something that I can scale quickly. It has to be something that can start with minimal investment. It has to be something that someone else could run, i.e. it doesn't require me to be fully present all the time. And for now, it has to be something that I can run from my home because this is the space that I have and I can't afford in my business right now to rent a bigger space. Once I had all my personal criteria, I ranked them in order of preference. So the things that were most important to me. And then I wrote each idea on a post-it and I passed each idea through each criteria. So for idea number one, was it something that could start with minimal investment? Yes. Then it would pass to the next stage. At the next stage, I would ask if the idea met the next criteria. Was it something that someone else could run? If the answer was yes, the idea moved forward. If at any point the idea got stuck along the criteria, that was totally fine. It's just a post-it. 
and I left it there. Afterwards, I was able to step back and have a look at all of the ideas I had and where they fit into my criteria, which suddenly made things a lot clearer for me. Unfortunately, all of my ideas passed through all of those criteria, which is why I find myself now considering the ludicrous idea of launching three businesses in a year. But hey, that might just be me. Number five, think big, but test small. Once you have one idea or three of them, if you want to investigate all three, nothing wrong with that. You need to think that that idea has potential to grow, but it doesn't need to be that big right now. So pare your idea down to its smallest part and create a smaller, more manageable version of that idea and test it. That's all you're doing. You're testing something. You're creating the first run of your products. You are offering the first service that you want to offer for free. You're just testing. You're still allowed to think big and have an idea that has massive potential, but you most definitely should test small because the smaller you test, the easier it is for you to not lose lots of money, to not lose lots of time, to change your idea if you need to. And ultimately, if you keep it small, you'll be humble enough to fail. And ideas are meant to fail. Not all ideas are meant to become something. And as creative entrepreneurs, that's one of the most important things that we need to be reminding ourselves of. Without a lot, a lot, a lot of small failures, you won't get really big successes. So just go out and test your idea and see what happens. So to summarize, this is my advice for how to pick the right idea to start if you've got a bunch of ideas bouncing around in your head. Number one, let it marinate. Number two, talk to people about it. Number three, write a business model canvas for it. Number four, set up criteria and measure all your ideas against the criteria. Number five, think big, but start out by testing small. I hope this answers your question, Karina, and I hope this helps some of you that might be sitting out there with many notebooks filled with lots of ideas. As always, I like to let you know what I'm working on in my business at the moment. And as it so happens, I am doing this exact thing. I've recently had an idea to create a online course for photographers to help them become more efficient and more productive, but it's just an idea. So far, I let my idea marinate for a few weeks. I set up some calls to chat to some friends about it. I wrote out a business model canvas to see if it was financially viable. I measured it against my criteria for my businesses and it passed. And I'm now at the fifth stage where I've just spent three weeks testing my idea in a small Facebook group with some of my photographer friends and I've asked them for some feedback. And so this week I'm going through some feedback and based on that feedback, I'm going to decide whether or not this is a good business to start. If you've got any questions for me, any topics that you would like to hear from, from someone who's smack dab in the middle of this whole creative entrepreneurship thing, you're welcome to send them to me as little voice note over Instagram and we'll play them on the podcast and hopefully I can help. As always, you can find the show notes at www.michaelalindsay.com and you can follow me on Instagram at Michaela Karina and that's all in the show notes. That's it for today. Chat to you soon. Bye.